Hello, my name is Natasha Wilson and I'm a leadership explorer, coach and consultant. I am intrigued and fascinated by human abilities to lead and create positive change. I aim to capture wisdom and stories to share our human experience and learn from each other. And today in our first podcast, I am delighted to welcome Jana. Jana is a researcher exploring bacterial metabolism in an academic research environment, as well as a mother of two young children. And Jana, originally from Germany, uh, moved to the UK in 2011 for a PhD, which she completed in 2015, and has been a postdoctoral researcher since then, including two maternity leaves. So Jana, shall we explain a little bit to our listeners how we met and where it all began? So Natasha and I actually met through a leadership initiative that is called Homeward Bound. And it's a global program that aims to equip a thousand women with a STEM background with leadership qualities. And part of that program is that each participant gets a a personal coach. And um, Natasha was my coach during my Homeward Bound participation. Um, and we actually continued um, after the kind of official part of the program finished. Um, so we continued working together and um, I've actually taken a lot out of, of the conversations that we've had in the coaching environment. And just to maybe explain a little bit about uh, Homeward Bound. So it's a program that runs over 12 months. At the end of the year, Each cohort um, goes on to a sea expedition to Antarctica. So basically Antarctica is is kind of the backdrop of that program. You know, we're taken out of our normal environment. We are completely remote. It's just women. It's a very unique environment. It's very safe. We can share a lot of things that we may not be able to share in our normal um, circumstances. And at the same time, it's the last wilderness that our planet still has. And we can see, nevertheless, how much influence us humans have. It's hard to put it into word, really, because it's kind of you're in this fragile, but at the same time, very strong environment. It sounds like an, uh, an amazing experience, like a, a, a lifetime experience. And, and I think what I'm interested as well is, is finding out a bit more about what made you want taking part of, of that leadership program as you were already very busy as a researcher, you already have, you know, children. So, so tell us a bit more about your reason for taking part in that amazing program. So I found out about the program through uh, someone else at my um, institute taking part. And so I kind of asked her about like, oh, what is this all about? And it sounded really interesting. And I was kind of you know, flirting with it for a while before I decided to to apply because I had just become a first-time mother and they were kind of, you know, my life had just completely changed and I was feeling a bit lost and not quite sure what to do with my career and how to kind of combine this. I have this little baby and, you know, but I'm a researcher and how do I, you know, put this all together? How do I make it work? And I think maybe that question was the main driver for me to in the end to say right i'm gonna try because i think this might give me the the means to explore this question you know i felt like i I was kind of maybe looking for a network or like people to connect with to chat about this that were maybe outside 
my immediate environment. So that's, that's an amazing uh, benefit from the program. But we're also intrigued to find out a bit more. Um, what else did you gain from that experience, that rich experience? Um, I think if I wanted to put it in a, like one sentence, it would be it like pulled me apart and then it put me back together. It, it was very challenging, um, I have to say, because a lot of, of, of the um, topics and exercises that you get to do during the program are very self-reflecting. So you challenge a lot of your, your like the stories you're telling yourself and what you project to the outside. How are you perceived by other people? I, I don't think I ever really did that deep reflection. And that was kind of one big part of it. And sometimes, you know, you discover things that you're like, oh my God, that's me. I don't like that. And, you know, just sitting with that, this is uncomfortable, getting over it and trying to work on it and say, right, okay, but I can change this. I don't, you know, need to continue doing this. It seems like there's a lot of uh, work, you know, internally that is happening in terms of knowing who you are or how you are, as you say, responding to different uh, triggers or how you are uh, viewed by other people and, and knowing more about yourself. But overall, you know, if through our discussions and, and, and your experience that you shared with me, uh, it was very much about the role of women, you know, in society and especially women in research and science. So, so what, what did the, the, the program, you know, bring in that sense? And, and what is your view on that? I think the, the most amazing um, part of the program is meeting everyone who is, is taking part. I mean, everyone had a different backstory but at the same time we all seem to have something in common so it was a very almost I don't know it felt almost like a timeless connection you know as if all the women we were sharing our stories and you know they keep repeating in similar patterns and kind of the how we we deal with challenges that we are faced or decisions that we are faced during our professional uh lives or you know you come to the point of of there's a major life event and then it's like how do you deal with this and um and it's sometimes you know everyone is in their little environment but you might not be surrounded by many people by many women particularly so maybe you don't have someone you can talk to so i found having so many different conversation partners was just eye and mind opening is maybe the way to put this and it was very safe i wasn't judged or it was okay to share it was okay to be emotional and i didn't have to pretend to be someone that i wasn't and i don't think this has happened very often to me before so that that needs to have a safe environment to express our views and and learn from each other is really really critical isn't it and and maybe it's something as we've discussed before that is not always available in our working environment or, or specifically in the lab or, or in some research environment you know it's not that i have worked in i've never been in a super toxic environment but there have been you know these incidents or like small things that didn't make me want to share certain parts because I felt it wasn't, I knew it wouldn't really lead to anything or I wouldn't gain from it because probably whatever I would be told wouldn't uh, be helpful. I would felt like I'm going to be judged 
a lot of these things, I think they are even non-verbal, not even in the out in the open, really. It's, it's very difficult. I don't know. I, f I still find it very difficult to grasp what makes a safe and unsafe environment. It's more like a gut feeling that you get of like, okay, I think it's fine. I can actually share this. I think we, we usually refer to this psychological safety. And it's something that during the pandemic, a lot of organizations are trying to uh, develop in their own culture. You know, so that's maybe what we're discussing right now, that psychological safety is that any questions can be asked, everything is okay, and there is no judgment about it. And we're here to support each other and to help each other, um, which I think is something that is probably evolving and the pandemic has, has a, an impact on that, on, on how we want to work differently, you know, together, collaboratively. Um, so an amazing program, um, which is helping you know, women taking a, a stance and, uh, and a place in, uh, in leading towards a more sustainable world, um, which is absolutely amazing. So what I'm interested in, and, and, and I'd, I'd love to hear from you, Jana, is um, through life we are faced with challenges. And you already mentioned that, you know, that during the program you were discussing this with your, uh, you, you know, your peers. So when you are faced with a challenge, what is interesting is how do we deal with that and how do we get through this? And in a way, what is the learning uh, and, and who help us do that is, is really kind of like what I'm looking for, those, those gems. So um, from the you know, rich experience you've already got, Jana, can you tell us a bit more about maybe a specific challenge you were faced with and that you managed to get you know, through and how did you do that? Um, yes, and uh, I will pick uh, something here that is uh, very personal. During my last year of my PhD, um, I got pregnant. Um, and I found out just before I was going to go on to a three-month internship in Mexico. Um, and I was like, oh, well, it's fine. It's early on. Everything will be fine. However, a few weeks later... Um, I unfortunately suffered a miscarriage. So there I was in a foreign country. You know, I didn't have anyone close. My, my partner wasn't with me. I didn't have my family. But I'm also a very stubborn person. So what I didn't do was jumping onto a plane and getting back home. Nor did my family or my boyfriend come and visit me. My stubbornness helped me to get through it because yeah. I was like, I've worked so hard to get this internship. I want to do this and I'm going to see through it. Um, like, you know, this miscarriage isn't going to go away if I go back home. The pain will be there to deal with whenever I'm ready. Um, I think what is interesting about this challenge, because while I was, you know, an emotional mess and I was hurting and I was grieving and it actually also put things into perspective. So, yes, it was the end of my PhD, but... It's kind of in comparison, I was like, I'm in charge. The PhD is mine. I can write my thesis. It will be as good as I make it. So it kind of gave me the, the strength to just pull through it. It was a difficult time, but I also look back and I, I, I can kind of, um, I'm grateful for, you know, what it allowed me to learn. So this is now, you know, five years later and, I've, not always I was able to talk about it like this, sure. but I, I'm now kind of, I can see that something so difficult has also had its value. 
so that positive attitude is something that you you, you carried through and uh, I'm, I'm interested in, in in your lived experience so far you know your journey in research as a, as a woman um, but we're going to do this slightly differently um, if it's okay with you Yana we're going to um, we could imagine that you could go back to the start of your studies, so maybe the start of your PhD, for instance. Um, and what would you say to your younger self? Uh, which words of wisdom would you share in view of your, of your experience? I think I would uh, tell myself to slow down, to stop <laughs> planning as much. Um, because I, I always, I'm, you know, I love planning. I love making plans and I always kind of, I'm always running. But sometimes it's better to just walk before you start running. And I think sometimes because I was kind of planning the next thing while I was still going through my PhD, I kind of lost a bit of, of that journey and of, of kind of enjoying the, the ride. And yeah. I, I think this is something, you know, it's a marathon or if you want to succeed in, in science or in your research career, you, you, you need some resilience and there's no point in burning yourself out. There's going to be lots of demands on you and it's kind of, some things are also out of your control. So just try and, and kind of, you know, connect with your values, what is important to you and, and just enjoy the, sure. the journey and and take the kind of the lessons as they come and make the best of whatever is coming at you and uh and yeah, I, I don't know I, i'm like uh, always worry so much and i yeah. think i would tell myself stop worrying things will work out they might not work out how you anticipated but they will work out yes. and so I, I i i love you know this idea that maybe life is more a marathon than a sprint, you know, it's like you have to go for the long run <laughs> and you have to keep that, that energy and the learning throughout those rich experiences. Um, let's forward a little. Um, so if we talk about the 2020 and where we are now, uh, the World Economic Forum mentions that our era is what we call the big reset. So a new way to do things differently, a way to reflect in a way. You were talking about reflecting uh, from a personal perspective, how important it is, but maybe that's what the planet is doing and how society is trying to deal with this pandemic. So if we are to think uh, how we can do things differently, and that links back to your leadership program and, and, and having this you know, uh, influence to create a more sustainable world, um, can you describe what this means to you and which areas you are keen to influence? I mean, I think it, it kind of links back to the last question as well. I feel like our world is is, um, is kind of running out of control. You know, everything is, is faster, higher, more. Everything is kind of, you know, rushing and kind of amassing a lot of things. And I think we need to stop and pause and you know, be grateful for what we have and cherish and, you know, have more conscious decisions rather than, you know, focusing on all these outcomes and numbers and, oh, I need to meet this target, but rather, you know, maybe focus on what are the values? What are the values of our society, of humanity? What do we want 
for the next generation? What do we want, like what legacy do we want to leave behind? How do we want, you know, history to record this time um, of, I, I think we have this opportunity right now to really profoundly change the way we approach the biggest challenges that we are facing through the climate crisis, through COVID. Um, and I think we should embrace it and, you know, embrace the pause and really go deep. And I don't know. I mean, I, I always feel our society is focusing on this um, exponential growth, you know, everything. And it's, well, but we live in a world of finite resources. You know, we can't, it's not going to work forever. So maybe we should exchange that core value. And I think it should be sustainability. So how can we, you know, change our decision-making or systems that we have in place so that every question, every decision we make circles back to what is the most sustainable way? And if we, I think if we manage to put this into everything and every system that we have, you know, in whether this is our economy, whether this is our family, whether this is our workplace, if, that is a company or an academic research lab. If we put it to the core of every decision, I wonder how, you know, how would, would the world what would, look like? Yes, what would the world look like? Exactly. So we've talked, you know, at length about your, um, your journey in leadership in a way, you know, through the program you, you, you actually chose to contribute to, uh, your trip in Antarctica, your uh, ex rich experience of being a, a woman researcher, you know, in the, in the 21st century, which is quite exciting, and then your vision for, for the future. Um, what I would love to hear, maybe as a few final words, um, do you have any other pearls of wisdom you want to share with us before we, uh, we part company? I think now is the time that we should reflect. We should um, go back to like, you know, what keeps you awake at night? Or like, what are the things that really, you know, if they go wrong, you can't sleep at night. They, they put you on edge. I think those are the things that we all need to focus on. And we are all part of the, of, of our world of this, you know, we can all take part in the changes that we want to see. And it, it might be really seem like little things, but little things add up in the end. And I think it's, um, you know, we all have more power than what we think we have. And I think it's something, I don't know, I never really thought about myself as a leader. And I think Homeward Bound has really changed my entire perception of how, what leadership really means. And I think it's, you know, each one of us, every person is a leader. A big thanks to our guests today for a wonderful conversation on their leadership journey. To find out more about my podcast and my work, please check my website at cambridgeinsights.co.uk or you can always find me on LinkedIn and I'd be really happy to connect with you. Thank you for listening. <laughs>